0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to Lay back, put your feet up. And if you like what you hear, leave a review five star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Claudia Monticelli, and this is the podcast Let's Talk Soul. Now we have every uh, we have guests twice a month. And every time there's a new guest, it's always a different take on their life, their services, what they offer. And many times it's also a difference in the distinction of the concept of soul. Today we have Karen Cleveland. She's talking to us from Washington, the state of Washington. Say hello, Karen, to our audience. Hello.
1: Nice to see everyone. Be with everyone today.
0: Karen, who is she? Karen Cleveland, she's a spiritual connection specialist, and we'll dive dive in and we'll talk about that right away. A new thought minister, mindset mentor, and animal communicator. Um, she offers carefully curated transformational uh, safari adventures. Ooh la la, mostly for women uh, who've lost touch with their center and are ready to find meaning and purpose in their life again through safaris all over the world. Now, this is a, quite an interesting um, niche that you have created. Well, I'll I'll drill you with questions. And upon returning home, she suggests that we continue the inner journey to accomplish once once buried dreams that we had through our mind, body, and soul connection exercises. So she's also, uh, she has her own podcast. She's the host of the podcast called Connectedness, where she teaches these same principles from her framework that she calls EVOLVE, E-V-O-L-V-E, which engages the mind, body, and soul to help all listeners begin their own journey back to their heart's dreams even in terms of the coincidences and synchronicities in life that bring us all everyday miracles and magic. And as you can hear from this introduction, there are a lot of keywords uh, that evolve around the soul. I'll pinpoint. Them. And then I'll list of course, her, how you can get in touch with her, her website and her social media. So not only soul, but all things. soul. let's start with a few of the key words, um, sure. Karen, maybe you could distinguish and define them. Um, you, you seem to put in, I'm not sure, uh, the idea of soul, uh, on the same level as the idea of the heart. Uh,
1: I, I do write it that way. I don't believe necessarily it's the same thing, but I think depending on who my audience is, yeah, they might think their heart's desires is the same thing as their soul's desires until we start talking to about it a little bit. Okay, so well, then let's
0: start talking about it a little bit. Um, okay. i'm I'm a woman who saw advertising for your safaris. Do I have to contact you and tell you my story? How does that work? Or do you invite your clients on a safari? They don't come straight to you for travel. They come to you for different forms yeah. of therapy. is Is that right? So,
1: yeah, I've never actually had a client or I I should say I've never had someone I don't know come on Safari or ask to come on Safari. Uh So it might be someone I've been working with, but it might also be someone they know or Uh people I'm in groups with, um, Uh you know, All around the the different ways we we have communities Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so if someone were to come from me that you know just randomly saw it on the internet um I would want to have discussions with them because normally these are people that that I know they're on the same page as I am as far as animals and connection and um just kind of our our
0: place in life Mm -hmm, in -hmm. general when we um, the the word safari evokes sand dunes, Africa, um, and how far, how close am I to your uh, travels yeah. to those? Yeah, yeah, very close. Mm-hmm. Most of my
1: safaris, uh, so I I've been taking people to Kenya. Um, okay. on an actual wildlife animal safari. Mm-hmm. So, uh like to see the animals behind me, the giraffes and the zebras. Ah, I don't know if yes. you can see them. But yeah. um but definitely those kind of safaris. That is where it has started from where it's evolved from. I've been asked to lead um trips to different places where there's also animals uh and and sacred, you know, or uh, like temples and, and, you know, just a lot of ancient spiritual, um, activity, I guess would mm-hmm. be the word. So I will in the future be going more places like Bali and Costa Rica and India mm-hmm. and, and other places, mm-hmm. but I, I've been doing Kenya. I first, I went on my first safari there just, um, about six years ago. Uh huh. And that, ha- that is the main location at this point.
0: Okay, so now it, the the surely the thing that distinguishes you, Karen, from other people, many that I talk to, is the notion of animals and the concentration of animals. And I guess this has linked you to the the safari where you can find animals. Now, yeah. going back to the notion of soul, is an animal does does an animal have a soul? Are they similar to a human's soul? Can a human, uh, after passing, evolve into another life as an animal? I mean, I don't know if these are questions that you ask yourself or deal with, but I'm firing at them. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They
1: are questions I ask myself. And here's what I've come to, to know through my experience, is that as as we are souls in human bodies, so are the animals. Their souls in animal bodies, mm-hmm. and I do believe that once we um, shed our bodies, when we return to just the energy of soul and spirit, that we are similar. And I'm I'm still playing a little bit with the reincarnation, but I think if we had uh-huh. things we needed to learn for our souls'
0: yeah. evolution.
2: Mm-hmm. By being
0: an animal, I think it's yeah. possible. Okay, um, so let's say that you generally work with people. You don't have clients bringing you their pets because the pet is acting strange. This is this am I correct? And
1: in- it's it's true. I'm I focus more on people now, but I have worked with people in animal behavior issues or health issues definitely have done a lot of animal work in the past.
0: Can you give us some where uh, my uh, connection comes from? Uh-huh. What's that? Can you give us an example or, or a tangible example, change names or things like that, but give us examples of how that played out for you? Um, how I Can it help with the animal? Is that what you? Well, no. How how you dealt with animals? You just mentioned that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So I um, there's a
1: communication between all life that that is you know it's nonverbal. It's not body language. It's this energetic connection system, Mm -hmm. I guess, for lack of a better word. And so I can connect with an animal anywhere in the world. I focus. I get quiet. Yeah. I. Get in touch with my, you know, divine higher self. Self. Mm -hmm. And I um, intentionally focus on, you know, I had a woman in India that used to contact me a lot. I would get in contact with her dog. Yeah. Through the picture, the energy of the picture. Yeah. And receive feelings, images, um, Mm -hmm. information that she needed to help answer her questions. Okay. So um, I believe that it can be done through anyone that's open and willing to to give
0: it a shot okay okay do you do, 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 listen to me I can't get even the, get the words out do you yourself have animals or an animal a pet I do mm-hmm. I have two cats a dog and some chickens Oh, okay. I was expecting you to say snakes and, uh, you know, <laughs> <No>. leopards. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right, you work with the notion of connectedness, uh, synchronicities, uh, coincidences. What came first, the chicken or the egg? How did uh, you, you know, how? what's a nice girl like you doing in in a business like this? What led you to do this type of work? Wow, uh you um well, let's gosh. do that. do in in two places what's what led you to work with this type of domain? Let's put it that way. let's start that that way uh
1: so it's I I kind of had this um personal evolution I most of my life, I was mm-hmm. just w- wondering what was out there thinking there was something more,
2: mm-hmm. but my
1: Catholic background didn't really feed me a lot that way
2: uh-huh.
1: and I started exploring both um the writings of some of the um like new thought uh people back in the 1800s early 1900s mm-hmm.
0: and new, also... uh, what is that I'm sorry new thought
1: was new that what thought? it
0: was called in that period of time
1: yeah so uh people like um well, Ernest Holmes, who founded the, uh-huh. the church that I actually uh go to. Right. Um people like um I can't think of names all of a oh, sudden. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's goodness. okay.
0: It's just but just, just to get an idea of whether that was yeah. a bona fide, you know, a, a movement or, or name yeah, of, of a it, new
1: um Ralph Waldo Emerson also mm-hmm. was yes. kind of part of this movement. So kind of the Enlightenment yes. period. Mm-hmm. Was um when a lot of these writers and a lot of these, I guess, religions, so to speak, came forth from that time, or philosophies, I guess. Although it's ancient wisdom, it's what brought you there. Years.
0: What brought you there?
1: Um, seeking, wondering what the answers were, knowing that there was, like I said, something more, and that um, Catholicism didn't feel quite right to me. Mm-hmm.
0: No, no, no. My question is a little different. Okay. Um, uh, you, you, I, I'm, let's say I was born, uh, uh, reared culturally a Catholic, you know, with this, uh, with the same sacraments and things like that. Okay. But then like you, let's say 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I have started seeing visions and working with spirit, but what made you, I, I didn't go to oriental practices do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I avoided the oriental and the new age and things like that. This is why I'm saying what brought you to that
1: period. I, I think it not- was
0: uh huh,
1: my family. I had a ah. sister and a brother uh-huh. that, um, uh, gave me books to read. Oh, I see. Okay. Good for yeah. them. Yeah.
0: Good for them.
1: Yeah. So I think that's, that's how it started for me. Um,
0: uh-huh. There's an you're making me uh think there's an expression in Italian that goes something like this rivoltare come un calcino. I'm turning you upside down, inside out, like a sock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so expect more of the same. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay, so um you um also mention to use or suggest um use the soul. In goal setting and achieving. Now, this is the first time I've read the soul uh, to be instrumental in doing something like that. Can you uh, a little yeah. give us yeah. more?
1: Well, I think our soul wants a voice in our world and it wants to be heard and it wants us to live according to why we came to live for our, our, I think we're here for the evolution of our soul. Uh And so if we're not living in a way that's going to evolve our soul, um, then what are we doing? And so when we are goal setting, when we're making plans for our future, you know, is this something that, that resonates with my deeper uh, purpose for being here on earth? Because okay. if we don't look at it, we're not going to be happy. We're going to be unsatisfied. Okay, wait a minute. Let's
0: let's. It's easier. It's easy to talk about. We need to get some examples. Okay, so we are. Um, <coughs> let's say you work ma- mainly with women. All those women on those safaris. Let's talk about women. All right. I, I'm a female politician, and I. I'm a liberal. I grew up in a certain family. I was, I worked with education. Usually people working with education are liberals. You know, I'm, I'm creating a fictitious person here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, but I decide on the suggestion of family and friends to get into politics. All of a sudden I start to get depressed. I start to think what am I doing? Why didn't I just listen to myself? What is that deciding factor? Because, and I'm asking you this, Karen, for a reason, because I find that a majority of people are not in connection with Mm. their inner desires, inner dreams, inner anything. Um, In this case, how is it possible to measure, to understand, to figure out, and to actually... Have maybe a conversation with our soul to understand if, are you doing the right thing? Well, maybe you're not doing the right thing. Well, you should have, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a process. It's a learning process. Yeah, Because I think if we we think we hear something, we don't believe it. Because for example, give me an example. So like maybe, um, so take your person, for example, and right, the
0: politician uh uh-huh.
1: and the politician, and she says to herself, she, she hears a voice that says you shouldn't be doing that. Or mm-hmm. she has a feeling she shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But, um, because she's not used to paying attention to that, to thinking uh-huh. that has any value. Yes. She goes with what everyone else is telling her because she'll bring great success yes. or sure. money.
0: Sure. But inevitably, and I'm bringing this to you as a client, right? Okay. this this uh, professor turned politician, right uh-huh. uh, all of a sudden, there is a donor, okay? I'm making this up, a donor who gives her millions of dollars for her campaign so she will become successful in winning and then, Of course, there needs to be payback. She understands that. She's not naive. At that moment, she has a crisis and there's a fork in the road. And I, she, whoever comes to you. She met you through a mutual friend. And she said, look, I've gone so far. I've come so far. I've made so many just Now I think I'm lost. What do
1: you do? Uh, I start checking in with her body and when I I ask her questions to check in, when does she feel good? When does she not feel good? So practical, very practical things, right? Yeah. Uh That's one of the first things to do because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to feel good if we're going against what, what our soul wants us to do, but then also some kind of a a spiritual practice or meditative practice. And I Mm -hmm. do have, different methods, not the same thing works for everyone that I yeah. have found, Yeah, but yeah. ways to start like testing, I guess, the information we're receiving or the direction that we should go. So yeah. do I feel like it's a left or a right, you know, um, trying yeah. to teach them how to discern the difference, what feels good, what doesn't feel good
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and and other signs also in the outward world. Which is... okay,
0: so let's say that um one sign in the outward world <clears throat> is that she's constantly um forgetting appointments with her daughter, okay mm. and she neglects the family and typically, Karen, that would come up in this initial, let's say an intake uh interview, would it
1: okay. so um,
0: I mean, it could come up, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: And is she forgetting the appointments? So we do a little bit of digging. Is yeah. there, is there, is her daughter um, uh, giving her feedback that she doesn't like? Perhaps her daughter is trying to tell her the truth. Mm-hmm. So she's forgetting these appointments because she doesn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I mean, I think we need to dig a little bit into the questions behind okay. the forgetting. Is, I see. Is it hmm. Is it scheduled? Is it on the calendar? Does she never put it on the calendar?
0: Yeah. So um, so essentially you put up a mirror of some sort. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Yeah. So the person will see themselves through your eyes or through their own eyes once they get it. Now, yeah. in this process, obviously, after this intake process, you move on to a therapeutic session or a practice and what would you suggest once you have all the boxes ticked in this form or you know when you're happy with the notes that you have taken what then uh wait she she can't go to a on a safari she can't no is that what you said yeah i'm saying she cannot (laughs) 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 okay um
1: and that's fine so it's it's time for her to begin one of the practices that we laid out and and to start taking notes, to journal um, or at least take notes every night on what happened, what didn't happen, what did you notice? And and like I, I mentioned a few minutes ago, looking for signs. So how is the outward world showing up? I think if we really pay attention, to our body, to things, to patterns, mm-hmm. patterns that happen, like forgetting appointments, mm-hmm. um, specifically with one person, there must be something going on there, mm-hmm. but beginning to to pay attention to everything, and then coming back and talking about it later after yeah. a, two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. and a continued process, but also a a practice where she goes inward. Like yeah. I said, whether it be meditation or journaling or painting or mm-hmm. some kind of thing that gets you in touch with um the inner workings of, of us.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And and that, you know, that can be something like gardening or
0: uh uh-huh. sketching out a, a drawing as well. Uh-huh. Now why I'm asking you all these questions is not only because you're I'm interviewing you, but <laughs> But uh, I'm I ultimately trying to reach the moment when um, when you, I, I don't want to use the word therapist, you as a guidance of some sort, okay, um, have her, in her own words, um, have her soul's purpose emerge. Does that come? I mean, people, oh, Okay. okay, this is because people may come in with blinders. And they've lost yeah. their way. Uh, is there an aha moment? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, there does need to be
1: an aha moment. And it might come after two days and it might come after two months is the okay. thing. I, and oh, oh, I those, honestly... But not two years. <laughs> I mean, it depends on their dedication to themselves. Right.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and honestly, that's why I think safari is a great thing because there There's this field of connection on the planes, yes, that helps us see and feel priorities, I think we know okay. what's important, what's not important again,
0: okay. So let's say that underlying everything you do really, really requires a safari journey that yeah. would be I mean- like a soul's journey then.
1: A little bit. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to require it, but I, I think it gets us there so much faster for the way that I work, because I believe Uh in the connectedness of everything. And to get a person into that space of connectedness sometimes does take
0: uh, extreme measures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know about extreme. (laughs) Yeah, I know. No, it's not extreme, but 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 it's just a vacation it's just a trip isn't it no. but it can be just a vacation i'm joking, or... I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> you're falling in all those traps
1: yeah i forgot I to can, tell you
0: it can I'm be a... simply a drive
1: on yeah. a sunday to go out and see animals or it can right. be more than that
0: so yeah, right. Okay. So, uh, with all of these things that you do and the people that you have been um, in contact with, can you uh, t- give us a good story—the most interesting and rewarding experience in your work? Oh can boy! You, can you share that with us? The most rewarding. Well, I'm going
1: to have to change some names and details. Oh sure, 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 sure. <laughs> um, I but there. Very early on, there I, I had a guest who wasn't. Um, it was a friend of a friend. It wasn't someone I knew very well before heading out.
0: Karen, you mean a guest on the safari? Yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Well, Can yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. No, I just okay. needed okay. to understand. <laughs> Yeah. Now she's going to stop talking. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah, on on safari, who did not partic who always wanted to go. So this, you know, is a bucket list item for many people, sure. trip of a sure. lifetime. Sure. Didn't want to go for many reasons, um bugs, safety, mm. Mm. so many possible reasons. So yes. um
0: excuses. Mm.
1: Excuses, right, right. <laughs> but and and I also I have these I I make um special special journals for each safari right. mm-hmm. uh, depending on where we're going and what yeah. we're doing but um so through this process anyhow and and my talking with her a lot she and let me get go back a little bit she didn't travel much because she was ah, afraid
0: I see okay fear mm-hmm.
1: she simply didn't. It- she was it wasn't of it wasn't world.
0: an economic problem at all do you do you think a what problem an economic problem for her it wasn't no No. No. okay no not mm-hmm. an
1: economic problem she okay she did have money she just had these fears that after working with her and talking with her came from um a kind of a distant relative's history yeah. mm-hmm. and their travel issues so you know, our mindset does our mind does funny things about what might be true for us, mm-hmm. anyhow. Uh, was very fearful, and by the end of the safari, um, well, let's jump ahead six months from the end of the safari. Ooh. She was going to India Ooh, on her you're, own.
0: Oh, you're cheating us out of all those great details. <laughs> no, 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 that's not permitted. I'm sorry, go all back. <laughs> Go okay. back to go.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to hear every Oh, maybe, yes, we did. We, we sure we do. Well, she, I mean, she, she discovered through the safari process. So we, we went through all these things that she believed. And when I actually asked her and look, we looked at him. It's like, have the bugs actually been a problem? You ah. know, have is there, when have you not feel, felt safe uh-huh. on this particular trip? Uh-huh. And while at first there were some moments she thought she might not be safe. Yes. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. By the end of the trip, she realized there were, everyone was there to support her, including Mm -hmm. all the people at the lodges, all Mm -hmm. the drivers. I mean, there was no one who was against her basically. No
0: one that presented a threat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, okay. Um, You can jump ahead now. Six months. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, and there was one more issue she was having, and I just lost it.
2: Mm.
1: um but it, it had to do with safety, oh, I think and and general comfort it'll uh-huh. come to me anyhow okay. mm-hmm. so, um, we get back home right. and and she's processing all this. she's actually emailing me constantly, oh. Mm. um not she didn't want to talk on the phone you know but she was because she was at work she was emailing a lot we had we had a few conversations but then she decided to travel to India all by herself
0: oh my god thought, wow wow yes
1: wow I'm <laughs> I don't know if wow I too. would do that yeah so I mean it it was a complete turnaround and now I mean now she's basically a philanthropist so oh. um I mean she always was but she was yeah. not personally involved executing yeah uh the trips and checking uh-huh. things out, so how interesting so this yeah. gave, gave you really heartfelt satisfaction I imagine, right. yeah, I, um, yeah, and it wasn't the kind of scenario I was expecting these the fears of travel, so mm-hmm. usually I'm working with a fear of um well, I don't know some money issues, some family issues, some relationship issues, Loneliness. some you know different things. Mm-hmm not specifically related to travel. So mm-hmm. it really helped her a lot. Great. What about a
0: failure case? I hate to bring that up, but um,
1: in, in Italian,
0: in Italian, they say not all donuts come out with a hole. <laughs> 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 Very wise.
1: Is <laughs> Do you have one of those donuts? <laughs> um, I do. I mean, yeah. Not everyone is as open as we think they are to receiving new information. Yes, so, um, and the funny, th- it's not funny, but the thing is this person was sick most of the trip. And yeah. I think, I, I think that was her body trying to tell her something. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And she, I mean, she kind of made the trip difficult for some of the other people. Yes. Um, But I, I mean, I don't know if she's a failure but she I don't <laughs> I don't think she got anything more out of the trip than right
0: she she had less yeah I see I see well those like I said you know the donuts without the holes <laughs> yeah but that yeah. was it was so so wonderful um I really I'm in, in not in awe I don't want to say in awe but pleasantly surprised with the spin-off of um of how you deal with the notion of finding your soul's journey, of recuperating that. And um it's of a course different. Yeah, it's different. It's different. And now uh, her website, I will put it down in the description of the video or the episode. Um, she's on Facebook. You can find her as Rev, Reverend Karen Cleveland like the city um and linkedin also rev karen cleveland instagram rev karen cleveland all around all around so are we going to get a book in the near future oh my gosh ah i got you i stumped you (laughs) stumped the stars there she is i've got i've given you some food for thought
1: yeah you have
0: all right good for you and when you do that black on white Contact me again and we'll talk okay. about it. I will Thank do you that. so much for taking the time to yes. talk Thank to you. us. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Absolutely.
1: It was fun. Bye-bye. Good questions. Bye-bye.